Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about all of this week's new Disney Plus originals, including Loki and the Bad Batch, plus I'll be sharing my thoughts on Monsters at Work, the first two episodes. We'll also be going through some of the big headlines from this past week. Uh, Before we get into any of that, quick bit of housekeeping. If you haven't already done so, make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com, favourite bookmark join our mailing list whichever way you want to to keep up with the latest news such as following us on twitter or facebook we also have our facebook group which you'll find um, over there and it has over 170,000 members so be sure to join join in with the discussion and then also we have a patreon and a youtube channel membership to help support the site and the podcast and everything about that and if you support it from as little as two dollars a month you help support us but also you get your name at a certain, um, certain level on the end of every video. You also get a shout out like now to all of our gold members and above, including we have Sarah. Thank you very much for your support as an executive level. We also have Andrew, Jacob, Caleb, Red Marsman, Andrew, Cody, Darren, The Juice, Lauren, and James. And then over on the YouTube, we have Bad Dog Gaming. We have Johnny T, J Blue, Amit, Angels Army. We have Raphael. We also have My VCR Still Works. Bina, Joshua, Adam, Dawn, Martin, Jeremy, and Sarah. Again, thank you very much for all of your support. And also just a quick note as well, we'll have a live Q&A this Sunday. And tomorrow there will be um, a podcast episode going up on our review uh, feed all about Independence Day. We're doing our first like star review. And also we did record some new episodes this week, which was fun. Um, we haven't I haven't done that one for a few months because we always get a little bit sorted for the summer. But nevertheless, let's jump into the news. The big one first off was Disney announced that there's going to be a brand new short coming next Wednesday, which is The Good, The Bart, and The Ugly, or sorry, and The Loki, um, which is going to be a brand new Simpsons short where all the Simpsons characters are Marvel superheroes and Loki himself, Tom Hiddleston, will be voicing the role of Loki and he'll have to team up with Bart. And um, this one's going to be a nice little short. Um, it's kind of following what they did with the Star Wars day. And this is really what we're starting to see now where they're using the Simpsons to kind of boost up Disney Plus without doing the Simpsons, kind of a way of getting around it. What did you think when you saw this one? I thought it was funny that they announced this the week after we were talking about how the the Simpsons shorts always star Maggie because nobody talks in them. And now we've got everybody in it, including Tom (laughs) Middleston. Um, Obviously, I'll wait and see, but I'm going to check it out. I like the Simpsons or I like my memory of the Simpsons, I think, more than the Simpsons these days. But... I like The Simpsons. I like Tom Hiddleston. It'll be entertaining. And I also think that shorts kind of nicely fit into the idea of you're much more likely to check it out for a few minutes and think, oh, I'll watch a whole episode of The Simpsons. But also they can't, they probably legally can't say a new episode of The Simpsons or a special. They have to do these specials with different titles to kind of probably be able to do it. But I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. The, I mean, the artwork for the key art looks fantastic. I mean, that just looks so cool, just mixing together The Simpsons and marvel characters and stuff I, I i do think this one just looks a lot of fun and that's what we want we want more fun but just strange how you know you never know when when you're going to get anything new like this just suddenly drop generally it's been a little bit of a quieter week for um disney news almost like um, i think this has got the um july 4th weekend this week so it's kind of been a little bit quiet and also there's been just a lot of publicity about black widow you know they're full on full steam on that one and obviously loki is still just you know, um, being so popular. So they were kind of at that point where they've got that. Um, but there was an interesting news that came overnight. According to the information, Disney Plus now is, according to their data, at about 110 
million subscribers worldwide. Now, Disney will be releasing its latest quarterly results um, on, I think it's the 12th or 13th of August. Um, every three months, they give us an update. So they're saying 110, and they're saying primarily most of the new people signing up are in um, India, which is great for Indian, but the trouble is generally for the Walt Disney Company, they make much less per subscriber than they do in the US. And the other big thing really is that subscriber growth has slowed down. Now, obviously there's some issues why that might be the case. There is also, um, I did do an article up, I got sent some information that in general, all streamers have suffering a decline in signups and people cutting back and stuff because as people start going back into their normal routine, they're watching less television, they don't need as many subscribers. And in some way, the the surge from everyone staying at home, if you were likely to subscribe, you were much more likely to subscribe in the last year than now. And so they're not able to sign a lot more new people up. Now, it will be interesting as well because we're going to start having new information coming through from Thailand and also Malaysia, which they launched in June. But that's been the only real launches. So it's not like there's been a lot of countries. We've still got loads of countries left to launch in. Um, so that will continue to keep growing. But generally, they're saying that the numbers have been slowing down and they're not, they've not been pulling in that many in the US, maybe just over a million, even though Loki was the most watched show they've ever had. And I was sort of thinking, it's like, you know, you've got to look at it like, on one hand, the situation of right now of people, things going back to normal, people go back out, people meeting up with friends, people going to the cinema, people going to concerts, you know, people, there's going to be less people around. But also, has Disney Plus reached that point where it's not gaining any new subscribers because there's nothing, new, you know, yeah, Loki's great, but if you were already in on Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you might not have wanted, there's no more they can get out of him. What do you think? Yeah, I was actually going to say that. It, it's, it's not that there's not new interesting stuff coming in. Uh, obviously, there is. We've got quite a bit to talk about, and a lot of it's great. But the people who were holding out, you know, after Mandalorian Season 1, they're holding out for the next big thing, which would have been Mandalorian Season 2. Uh, that doesn't happen anymore because you've got Mandalorian Season 2, and it goes directly into WandaVision. It goes directly into Winter Falcon and the Winter Soldier. goes directly into Loki, and we'll have What If shortly after Loki, and so on and so on. So if you were one of those people last year, uh, as I imagine quite a few people were, waiting for uh, the, the package seller, the, the thing that would make you subscribe, it's here already. So the, you're either waiting until Christmas and you're just going to binge everything at Christmas, or you're already a subscriber. I, so we were expecting it to slow down. And again, as you mentioned, people going back to work, uh, people less people working from home, there's less less of that free time and now we can debate the the whole work from home into the new normal kind of thing but that's not really the focus of this podcast but i am <laughs> i am pro if you can work from home and not affect your job you should absolutely be able to do it but i don't make policy uh so. yeah i mean for me um i really do feel like with this um there's a kind of a double-edged sort of there is big enough shows to pull people in, but there isn't anything else. I mean, I mean, Monster Sitting there, it's kind of, I definitely feel like in the US right now, or in this situation of when you look at what's happening in Europe and, you know, Star is making a massive difference. And yeah, they're going to see that data. And obviously they've got Hulu and stuff. Um, and there's a lot of, a lot of chatter online of the fact of Disney are going to have to do something because Disney Plus, other than Marvel and Star Wars, they're not pulling in adult viewers. 
that's the only thing pulling in the adult viewers. And there's this constant thread of like, you know, we need, you need more bingeable content, more things. Now here in the UK yesterday, we got seven seasons of the Golden Girls and 10 seasons of The Walking Dead. Now, you know, that they're, they're old shows, you know, they're not, you know, The Walking Dead's going to be a big one. But that appeals to an ent- Walking Dead appeals to a massively different audience than like Marvel or Star Wars. You know, the yeah, they're based on a comic book, but it's a it's a different kind of show. And you know, this is the kind of thing that's moving forward. And I do feel like, you know, Disney Plus has its or has a great you know it has a great base. It, it, you know, it's off to a flying start. And you know, the amount of money that Disney is spending on content is great. And now they're you know they're pushing this streaming bundle and all the rest of it. But you can see that, like, I can see such a difference between what's happening over here for us and then in the US of going, I can see, you know, I don't know necessarily if it's going to continue to grow at the same rate, but maybe also as well, Disney Plus just couldn't continue to grow at that speed because maybe it's grabbed the majority of it. Netflix's numbers, you know, they've been struggling to get that. They've said that their numbers aren't climbing as high because they've got so many people there's not they've kind of reached as i said they've, they've already grabbed all the low low hanging fruit and you know now it's harder to get the ones up a little bit harder and i think disney in that same position they've grabbed them all they grabbed a lot of the bottom stuff but the harder ones at the top they're going to take a little bit more to get to and disney plus still have loads of countries left to launch in but that it's going to be this growth in the u.s that look for and disney don't break down where these people are coming from now according to disney they said about this report from uh, the information they said that it included uh, factual inaccuracies and does not reflect the performance of, of the service, which generally is along the lines of, going, you're not lying, we're not like that. <laughs> so yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of things to take away from and I And I can kind of see like, you know, there's like real issues and then you've got the, the broadcasting issues or the, the content issues. I think it would help if they could all sort out what they're doing with the Disney Channel and National Geographic of making things on there much quicker. And, you know, if you're willing to send it to Hulu the next day, why not doing it to your TV channels? I think that could help. Um, but generally, I think, you know, just getting, you know, there's a lot of teething problems now. We're like 18 months past Disney Plus launching that they, they're kind of toying with, but they're still, it's, you know, people are like, the amount of people that are like asking for like, well, where's this? Where's that? Why is this not on Disney Plus? Because they've seen an advert on TV and they're assuming this, they, they can't, you know, well, why is it on the Disney Channel? Why do I have the Disney Channel? Why, you know, and they're st- Disney is still like haven't fully committed. And I think that's, that's not helping. No. Uh, so first I want to step back for one second. Uh, uh, the Walking Dead is based on a comic uh, in the same way that like Men in Black or the original Blade <laughs> trilogy are technically true, but I, I don't think anyone thinks of it as a comic show. Uh that said, I mean, people like lots and lots of different things. Just because I'm a huge Star Wars nerd and a Marvel nerd doesn't mean I'm, I'm not watching shows that have absolutely nothing to do with either of those. Uh, and not just on Disney+, Plus, just in general. My viewing habits are all over the place. But yeah, uh, the other point was uh, all these countries that don't have it yet. I know there's several European countries uh, that don't have it. And it it kind of boggles my mind how they're missing so many. The one that really confuses me is Japan. Japan loves Disney. And well, Disney Disney Plus is in Japan. It's a bit of an odd one. They had Disney Deluxe that then changed into Disney Plus. But you have to go through like a, I think it's for a mobile company. It's not like available on everything yet. So while they say they still got to launch in Japan, it is it's already there, but it's kind of locked into 
So it's a bit of a, a, a it's almost like a, I think a contractual thing. They, they basically just turn the one that they had the contract with into Disney Plus, but they haven't been able to kind of get it out to like everybody yeah. yet. It, it's more like a pilot program at yeah. the moment. Um, but I don't know that one will continue to baffle me. I'm sure it's a contract thing because I'm sure yeah. they want to. But yeah, I mean, watch yeah. the Imagineering story. We know how much Japan loves Disney, and to not yeah. have it there is crazy. But yeah, there, there's they're hardly the other the they're not even the biggest one. Who don't yeah. don't have it yet? They're just one of the most like passionate for it. Uh, I mean, the whole was, of Africa is completely untapped yet. The whole of Africa, the Middle East, you know, most of Eastern Europe as well hasn't got it. You know, there's, there's, um, like the Philippines haven't got Disney Plus yet. Hong Kong are going to be in there. You know, there's, there's a lot of. But the trouble is, in some ways, that international growth continues to make the numbers go up as a whole. But that doesn't, you do get to a point of like, once they've launched everywhere, then they've got that situation of trying to grab new subscribers, like you said. And I think, you know, we're at that point of, I think that Disney Plus is in a great position, but it's going to have, and you know, you can see already, you know, they realize that they need more content. They need more stuff and they're throwing as much at Disney Plus as they possibly can. And, you know, we can see that. I mean, the fact now that they're having to spread releases over multiple days because they've got too much for one day. And that's going to continue to grow. I mean, I saw a chart and it was something I want to do up over the weekend. You know, they're spending so much more money on content than any other streaming service because the trouble is when people do comparisons and go, well, Disney Plus isn't spending as much as Netflix. Yeah, but you're not including the whole of the Disney Channel, the National Geographic, ABC, Hulu. You know, when you put them all together and then you put all their movies in there, you know, the, all the Marvel movies and, the, you know, you put all of that under one house, you suddenly see they are spending vast much more than anybody else. And it, it does trickle down to Disney Plus, but I do think they're going to have to get better at, at sorting out and appealing to, I do think they need more more general approach to getting more content, especially sorting out what's happening in the US. I mean, that's the key thing. Until they can sort that thing out with Hulu, they need this whole mixing everything is, it's, you know, Hulu has a lot of subscribers in the US, but I can't help but feel like, you know, they're, that's just, you know, Hulu's been chucked to the side because it's it's a side project for them, you know, and it's it's, it's a very strange thing right now. And it's very difficult, like, sitting here with Star of the difference that it makes because, like, literally last night, so, so yesterday, in the morning, I watched The Bad Batch, you know, um, but then when my wife got home from work, we watched the finale of Big Sky, and then we watched the latest episode of The Glooming. Then she went to bed and then I watched Grownish. Now that is a, such a different level of shows that that was a different, you know, like me and my wife, you know, we watched a couple of shows that are so different, sorry, to, you know, Loki, you know, and, that, you know, and it has that different appeal. And that's that thing of keeping us in, you know, like my parents telling me, oh, well, we're watching this show. You know, and you can, you're having these kind of conversations with other people. Oh, you can watch it. Whereas in the, with, when I'm talking to my staff, you know, um, like at work and stuff, I'm like saying, and they're like, oh yeah, well, you kind of use, you know, they are using Disney Plus now more because there's, there's stuff on there. And then I look at the US and think like all these people that, you know, it's going back to what it was pre-February when it was just, when they they didn't bother. I mean, my dad watched the the start of the Star Wars show, but that was, <laughs> that, was a, that was, you know, that was it. Whereas now they are all watching it because my mum was very confused when, um, she went to watch Fox <laughs> channel the other day here in the UK and there was a big sign saying, please go to Disney Plus. <laughs> so so um, it was that kind of thing. I mean, I think that is all having a big impact, but 
I do think in the US they are going to have to do more. They can't, they are, I mean, there's no doubt that they're doing, we're in a much better place than we were um, a year ago with Disney Plus. There's, I, I cannot, but there's still a lot more to be done. You know, they, they aren't, there's still a massive amount of stuff that's missing from the library to keep older people happy. Now you've got a, to me, there's so many different levels here of, of why you can get subscribers to stay and also more importantly, get to do it. Now, I don't believe that, putting a movie from the 1970s on Disney plus brings in new subscribers. And I, I know that, you know, and having those older shows, but they might keep people to subscribe because of that. And I, you know, Disney seem to be very lacking in the amount of la- classic content being added onto the service. I mean, you look at July's list, if you don't like sharks, there's very little in the U S going on there. Um, from especially, you know, there's all these movies from the fifties the sixties and seventies and TV shows that are just being, that just aren't being used. Um, and I do think that's an issue that needs to be addressed, but I do think they also need to sort out what's happening with National Geographic. And, you know, you know they announced like yesterday, I think like, or this week, a 911 documentary going to Hulu next day. But it's like, well, so Hulu gets it the next day, but whenever the Breaking Bobby um, Jones show, which I'm well, sorry, whatever it's called, you know, we have to wait six to eight weeks. What, you know, there's this all really like weird messaging there. And I don't think it's helping people. No, and as we said, there's not much they can do about it at the moment because of all the contract stuff. Mm. But yeah, it needs to be resolved. It it needs to be fixed. They need to get it all unified or at least get unified messaging. They need content. Uh, not they they need content that's not just the the big headline news. Loki, what if WandaVision, Mandalorian? Obviously, those get headlines. They draw attention. But you yeah. do need the other content which will both be the smaller shows things like uh big shot or the right stuff and the legacy content because there are people who are subscribed for the legacy content and they they're not the loud ones they're not the ones who are going around being like you should get disney plus so you can watch the cat from outer space or that darn cat or you know uh shaggy dog and, and all that but they're there they're spending their money and they deserve to have content too I mean, it's, I mean, there's a lot of shows and stuff that they need to add, which I think would just help. You know, I mean, I know myself, like, you know, you put up a thing of this is coming to Disney Plus, somebody else will ask for a show that's not related. And that's because that's been a constant thing for 18 months. And I get that. I understand what it is and the frustrations with it. But I also, for me, the biggest frustration is Disney not utilizing the shows that they are creating new. You know, say, for example, say like the Owl House. Season two has just started recently on the year and they've said a batch of five episodes is coming this month onto Disney plus. Well, why not release them on the, on the Friday or on the Wednesday, whichever way they want to do it. And then like for like internationally for us, we don't even have the Disney channel. So why not make them, why not release them all into or globally all on a Friday and say new episode of the Owl house. You know, they, they don't even seem to be even using that content like as a push even internationally of like going surely you know you put that up and you've got sydney to the max and you've got amphibia all these show if you're putting up four or five disney channel shows a week why not use them and say this is a, you know for us it's an original content the only place you can watch it is there you know they seem to be like missing that goal i mean whether or not they, they don't want the advertising of because of the us and all the rest of it but it feels like a missed opportunity of going these are new shows that are only available on Disney Plus. They don't even promote them. They just drop them in bulk if you're not a fan of it. And, you know, you've got to make fit. 
it just seems such a way. And the while before you're there going, well, you know, they've got contracts and they, you know, there's new so it's like, well, you're doing it for this, but you don't do it on that. You're doing something like Secrets of Sofa Springs. You did a weird ass um, release schedule with every country releasing it on different weeks and stuff. I'm like, well, why not just have? And it's like we can do it globally every every Friday, Wednesday for other shows. But you know, it, it for me is like this is just frustration. And you know, it would make it would make things better. But they also, you know, they need to get beyond just the Disney Channel because there's the other problem of the Disney Channel only attracts so many viewers. They need content. I still think. You know, they with what's happened here now with Star and seeing the difference it makes of turning Disney Plus into a far superior streaming service. I mean, it's just nights and day ahead of where this was a year ago. You know, like I say, you know, I watch Disney Plus daily. I li- and I can say that. Um, whereas a year ago, it was a few times a week because it was once you'd ran out of the originals, you were done. There was nothing else really to go back on. But now it takes me <laughs> to get through all the, all the originals. Um, but also I am, you know, what, you know, if I start binge watching a series, it takes a while. Um, and there is shows to watch on there. I mean, I'm currently now I've, I've been, I got the walking dead here in the UK. I've been watching the new girl. There's a few other shows and stuff I've been watching and that does keep pulling you in. And I do look at the numbers that Disney plus are pulling in and thinking, there's so much more they could do. There is so much more they could do to make this, and they need to make some some big decisions. And they need, you know, and they, I don't think they just they're not utilizing what they're doing. Um, and some of it, it's hard to sort of sit there and go, well, you know, the Disney Channel, well, the Disney Channel hasn't existed here in the UK for eight months. The excuse of, well, we're waiting. Well, that we, you know, Australia, it's been gone a year now. You know, this is not new anymore. That excuse kind of starts wearing thin. You know, you could use it for a few months. But you know, this much down the line, and they're going, "Yeah, guys, you this is it's just a missed opportunity, and it's annoying." Yeah, I'm sure in the states it's still a valid point. Yeah, the it, Disney Channel has to have its own lane. They have to feel like they're producing content that is for Disney Channel, and mm. uh, not just a we'll put it on Disney Channel, and and then it really is going to Disney Plus. But we're, we're kind of tossing mm. you a bone. Obviously, that falls apart when you get international, but. You know, it it can be very hard for companies to get out of the America centric mindset in but, in terms of that. I was going to add, you know, this time past week, the Disney Channel announced um, a new princess special that's coming at the end of August, and it's stated in the press release available on Disney Plus on the same day. You know, they are starting to get to this thing, but so far it just seems to be the specials. They're not, you know, and there's a new, um, there's a couple of new shows like the Mickey Mouse Fun uh, Fun House, and also amazing spidey show they are coming to disney plus much quicker so they are changing what they're doing and they're doing it like with gordon ramsay season three in the u.s right now but they are still issues but it's going to be interesting to see how all of this works out but and and there's still ones that aren't as if i remember correctly the uh the descendants um yeah. wedding special they did mm. not mention disney plus in no. the press release for that that is uh, at least for the moment, strictly Disney Channel. It, it will obviously make it eventually, but it's not going to be a. Uh, yeah. Oh, we, thing- we're launching it on Tuesday, and it'll be on Disney Plus on Friday. No, it's you yeah. got to go to Disney Channel to watch it. And it's the same thing with Spin. You know, a new Disney Channel movie coming in August on August, uh, I think it's uh, Friday the thirteenth. Um, you know, all of that's coming on that day. Of like, again, they're missing that international opportunity of going. But then again, it's almost feels like oh, we don't want to if we we can't say it's on Disney Plus. 
in Canada because it will get everyone confused. It's like, well, so what? The rest of the whole of the rest of the world. <laughs> so I think it's, it's very, very annoying. But Spo- nevertheless, spoilers. Everyone's going to be confused anyway. <laughs> yes, everyone's confused. Just make it the simplest way is to make it one way. Um, so there we go. So that's. But let's know in the comments below. Um, what you think could fix all of this. Let's now move into some of the reviews because um, that went a little bit longer than I was expecting. Um, it's not bad to have a grant every now and again. I mean, I've done it for a while. Um, this past, uh, on Wednesday, we're getting two new episodes of the Monsters at Work animated series. They've kind of done the Benedict Society where they've announced two episodes will be dropping after we put up our reviews. <laughs> After we've been saying that they're coming out separately, then like within 20, 20 minutes of that, oh yeah, we're doing like we didn't tell us like a day ago, right? Nevertheless, so we're getting two episodes. So this um series, if you like Monsters Inc., you're gonna like this series because it's basically a continuation. It looks identical because it's a based on a 20-year-old animated movie, so they were able to match the aesthetics quite well. Um and I kind of got to the end of it and yeah, that kind of just felt it was it was fine. I enjoyed it. Um, you're gonna if you like Monsters Inc. You're gonna like it. You got the new characters in there, and they're gonna continue, I think, to push them more. But there's lots of um, the main characters in there as well. I kind of got to the end of it and went, "That's that's a pretty solid animated show." And there's a, gonna be a, so much confusion over the fact that Pixar doesn't make it. I've seen it in loads of reviews and loads of people. You know, Pixar's like, nope. Pixar ain't involved in this one. They ain't involved. But um, yeah, I'm looking. I'm hoping everyone will enjoy it when it drops. I think you know, there's, there's definitely got. Um, a, it's going to be a highlight for like showing an animated series on Disney Plus weekly. It's kind of like it feels in some way like the first big one to drop. And this was one of the first originals we were talking about like years ago when we were doing it. When we were still like in the, it's still a year away. You know, this is one of the first shows that they announced, and it's like finally here. And it's like, it's, it's really, it's a solid show. I wouldn't say it's amazing, but it's just more of the same. Um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. So I obviously have not seen it yet. I'll be seeing it with everybody else here on uh, this coming Wednesday. But the question for me would be how much do Mike and Sully factor into these episodes? I know it's not the focus, uh, it's mostly about the new cast, but we do know that they're in them. So, they're in it. For, they're probably in it. A um, few minutes here, a few minutes there. Um, they're very much about. They're now in charge of it, so they, they they're still doing bits and pieces. I mean, in the second episode, you know, Mike's got a whole big bit at the end. So there's a lot in there, but it's just kind of they. Yeah, they're definitely not the focus. You know, um, the main the new characters are the focus, but they kind of get given jobs by the big by the main ones and. I think they're going to be get be in there less and less as the season goes on, but it's definitely not along the lines of, you know, like where you see it in some TV shows where they only appear in one scene in the very first episode and then they never see them. No, they were in both episodes multiple times. So that's definitely a good thing. Yeah. The one that always comes to mind for me is that, uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's the show where you took a pill and he became super smart and Bradley Cooper was in the yeah. movie. Um, yeah. And he shows up in the first episode for like, two minutes at the end to be like oh yeah that's that's fine you you take the pill now um yeah. and see how it works for you and it's like that that's your connection cool yeah it was a bit like um nick fury in agents of yeah, Shield. that's that's the other one obviously <laughs> yeah so yeah no you def, def, definitely enjoy it um obviously we'll talk about it a bit more next week when you've seen it as well um it's gonna be it's, it's yeah so we'll be obviously talking about this one each and every week so they'll be dropping every wednesday 10 episodes so we'll be getting new new episodes every week we're just doing this whole double episode kickoff 
which I don't think is a bad thing. I think it helps us also get more eyes on it, literally in this case, get more than one eye on it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so no, I think it's a nice, solid show. So I think, I think a lot of people are going to enjoy this one coming on it. But again, that's a, it's, a, it's a show that's going to appeal to a certain audience. Um, and I don't know, I don't know whether or not um, if people will be checking it out in the long term, whether or not it, it runs its course. But I think there's going to be a lot of nostalgia for some Monsters, Inc., like I said, they did a great job of making it look like a 20-year-old movie. <laughs> I, Disney has been doing really well with their uh, spin-off TV shows lately. Mm. The the Tangled spin-off show was pretty solid. Big Hero 6 was really good. Um, I was going to mention DuckTales, but that's not really a spin-off. Yeah. But still, it, it's, I put it into the same category, even mm. though it isn't. And it, it's... Yeah, they've, they've been doing some really solid work. So I'm, I'm hoping that Monsters, Inc., throughout its entire run... Uh, we'll continue that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to watching more episodes um, on that one soon. Let's now talk about some other shows. So we had a new episode of Star Wars The Bad Batch this week, um, which is very much kind of... It was the start of what I would call the Empire. It was the part, start of the Empire starting to push, push their, um, the buttons a bit and wanting control. And then essentially now the Bad Batch trying to become... You know, there's a bit of a rescue mission there going on. I thought this was a bit of a weak episode after the last few great ones. I wasn't as thrilled with this one. What about you? See, I actually really like this episode. It, it's it's not a particularly important episode. Like the, it's not really pushing any plot forward. Mm. But we get to see the Bad Batch actually, you know, doing their thing, yeah. uh, which has been severely lacking in the last several episodes. Uh, well, since the beginning, actually. <laughs> uh, so they they get to do their mission. Um, they get to show why people respected them on the battlefield. And you also get the side plot with Omega where she's finally turning into her own character separate from the Bad Batch. I mean, they, they've been hinting at her strategic capabilities for a while, mm. but to actually come out and go, no, no, you, you contribute, but you're also your own person. I think it was an important part of this episode. So I agree with you. It, it didn't have like the, the wow factor like to mm. the last two episodes, but I really appreciated that they actually took an episode to be like, nope, this is the Bad Batch. This is them doing their thing. They're really good at it. Uh, here's some action scenes for a while. And also, I think the, the whole thing of her being able to outplay everyone and be good at it along the lines of nature. There's something going on under underneath the hood that um, everybody else can't see because ultimately she is different to them. Um, and she has her own... And I, I, th- I thought that was good. And like you say, the Bad Batch kind of got to be the Bad Batch. They had to go in, complete a mission, get in, get out. And... Um, almost like a, that's kind of what you think of them as a, a special unit that go in and, you know, they're not, they, and I, yeah, like I said, it was a good solid episode, but I wasn't entirely, it was, it was, it was fine for what it was. Um, moving on from there, we had a new episode of High School Musical, the musical, the series. Um, again, I did watch a little bit more movement in the storyline a little bit here, because there was a bit more stuff going on with Rick and Nikki uh, kind of, breaking up and it was kind of a heartbreaking scene seeing you know them kind of coming to a bit of an, a, a hit there but again i am really struggling with the show of it just just it's just plodding it's just there was a great dance now i've got to say they did the gaston um song i mean and great uh that was such a that was i was probably one of my favorite performances from the whole of the series it was it, i really enjoyed that one it was it just you can watch it on youtube you don't need to watch that show you can go find it on youtube um right like red being lefou they just full-on went for it and i'm liking the fact of them doing the beauty and the beast song because it's like you've not really seen so much of that 
instead of like leaving everything for the big um, show at the end, you know, they are kind of giving us these performances. Um, yeah, I mean, it was like, way too choreographed for being a practice run. But it was, um, it, it, I, I really enjoyed it. And I gotta be honest, I, that was the hi- highlight of the episode. After three movies and a season yeah. and a half, it's a little bit too late to be complaining yeah. about the, the dances being over choreographed. There was, there was also another big song at the end, but that was a bit boring for me, I'll be honest. I didn't really think much of that one. But um, yeah, the big Gaston song, that was my favorite moment of that one. We also got the third episode of the Mysterious Benedict side. What do you think of that one? I really enjoyed this. Uh, it, this is turning into probably my favorite series that's not Marvel or Star Wars mm. on Disney+. Plus. Uh, yeah, it, it, there was just so much going on in this that it it's really moving along uh, and it's having a good time doing it too. I thought this one this one was very much about like putting things into place, getting the kids to question a little bit about obviously Mr. Benedict, but it was more about establishing who um, the curtain is and all the kind of things like that. And I did think it was kind of one of those episodes where there was a lot of things moving around. There wasn't a lot of action or anything like in particular, but a lot of storytelling, a lot of building up characters and establishing things. And again, like you say, it's quickly becoming a very much along the lines of this is a great show. And this is a show I really want more people to watch. Um, it's it feels again in a completely different category to everything else, doesn't it? It's it is a kids show with them in you know, in a school, but it feels so different than everything else. It's a kids show, but it doesn't dumb it down either. Like uh, there's a lot going on, and it doesn't always hold your hand. Sometimes it does, but mm. not everything does. Um, it's actually fairly intelligent, but not in a way that that leaves you baffled or questioning, and it and it doesn't talk down to you. So it's found that good balance between being a kid's show, not being stupid, while also not being like smarmy and uh, smarter than thou. Well, I also think with the kids being so much more smart or intelligent, it kind of brings up the whole level of the show of they're not being, you know, they're, they're intelligent and they were any, like, sometimes you're thinking, well, I wouldn't have worked that out. <laughs> you know, these kids are smarter than me. <laughs> you know, that well, kind of, that's, that, I think that helps. Yeah, the one from the second episode where they were talking about the light bulb and stuff, I'm like, that's a fairly classic logic problem. So maybe they read it somewhere. But the one from this week, I was like, ah, that's that's an impressive leap in logic, but I can see where you got it from. But it was, it's very interesting how they're doing it. And I like the dynamic between the kids too. So you got the two boys who, who they seem to be getting yeah. along fine, but then you got these two girls who are, while they're working together are also very antagonistic to each other. It's, it's fun to watch them, honestly. Yeah, it, is, it is very interesting to see how all of this works together. Um, but yeah, so I definitely feel like this one is um, really turning into a great, a great little series. Um, and just, yeah, I'm, I just can't really put that across. So this one's definitely, I would say right now, if you're only going to watch one thing on a, when, on, a, sorry, on a Friday, this is it. Watch this one. This one is um, definitely something to check out. And I can't stress that one enough. Um, and, looking, yeah. And just one final thought on it too. I, I appreciate that um, they did not make Mr. Benedict into an all-knowing, all-seeing, yeah. omnipotent character. Like this episode in particular, they really hammered, oh, he, he actually is almost completely in over his head just as much as the kids are. Yeah. And all, and all the adults as well, you know, they're all kind of, you know, they're all just... I still don't think they're kind of pushing enough on what the emergency is. You know, I know they just need subliminal messages and stuff, 
I like to see a little bit more of the, the what's causing what it's causing everywhere else. That's the only other thing. But um, yeah, so that one's a good one. We had an, a new episode again of Love Victor season two this past week. Um, again, I'm sorry, but I watched these ones weeks ago because of how they did the review thing. So it was episode three. And again, it's just more, just more. How are you finding this series? Um, it's kind of up and down. Some of the plots I'm not huge on. Uh, some of the plots I'm really enjoying. Like Victor's father trying to to come to terms with this and trying to do what's best for his son while warring with like this, no, this is wrong. They shouldn't be this mm-hmm. way. And him going to the support meeting, which was what a lot of this one was about. Well, that's also a nice nod to the, um, to the movie. Because I think Josh, Josh is, is the father in 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 the actual movie. So it was a nice little kind of cameo there. Um, I see for me, I thought that whole episode was extremely well done. But I think the whole father thing of him really kind of him, he doesn't understand it. He's, he's got a, a general feeling of this isn't, you know, he's, he's not what he wanted, but he's very much along those. He wants to find out more. He needs help. You know, he needs help from somebody else. He doesn't want to lose his son. I think that's very much the important thing of he wants to understand it and he, you know, he's trying to be the in some way the cool. He's already been kicked out from the house. So therefore, I just feel like, you know, it's it's just I think it's so fr- um so refreshing for them to do the story with the dad being completely okay with it and the mum struggling with it so much. You know, because generally we always see it the other way around, don't you? You tend to or either both parents are struggling or the dad is struggling and it's all about trying and this way is I'm really, I find this quite, and it's a very important storyline, um, you know, and, you know, you know, it, I, you know, I've spoken to some people as well, you know, that have had this, you know, they've had similar things with their, with their parents when, when, you know, they've come out. And I think this is such an important story. And I think it's actually probably one of the biggest things of obviously for people to come out, the, how your family and everyone deals with it. And I'm glad they didn't just have it so that all they, everyone was fine with it. Because I think that that's not that's not a good you know people need you know you need, people need to be able to see of how they can get through it and what can help and all the rest of it and I and I really feel like this is such an important way of telling this story. That and they had the whole basketball uh, storyline mm. this episode as well, yeah. which is very important because at the end of the second episode you get this feeling like oh he came out yeah. um, and the school is totally cool with this and all of his classmates are one hundred percent supportive and then you get into this episode and like um the basketball well at least some of the basketball players are like we're not cool with you changing in the same room as us anymore um we'll play ball with you but we don't really want to be associated with you outside of the court and you're really starting to see that there are in fact uh consequences to it uh and and not everything is uh you know a-okay and everyone's one of the things happy and fine one of the things i've really enjoyed over this like the last few episodes is the character andrew of him stepping up and being kind of in some way you know him actually helping victor and he's actually done it on a couple of occasions of like helping like and i you know he was really kind of a bit of a scummy character but the begin with in the first season but he's gradually kind of you know he's and i really i think in this episode especially you know he steps up to help victor with the, with his classmates you know with the basketball team you know and i thought that was that was such an important part of it as well uh, that's the the captain of the team. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You could tell that he was kind of stuck with, I need to keep my other teammates happy, mm. but I also need to support 
Victor. And sure, I'll use the excuse he's the best player on the team yeah. and we need to keep the best player happy. But you can tell he's also doing it. It's like, no, I want everyone on the team to get along and I want them being cohesive and I don't want anybody on the team feeling like they're being shunned or kicked out. And he's, stu- he's stuck in a very difficult situation. He's doing his best. Might not have gone 100% the best way, but you can tell he's trying, mm. which is important. And again, I skipped... 90 percent of season one so i don't yeah. have much connection to this character no but I, but are you now because obviously you've watched a few are you kind of gelling with the series are you kind of liking it yeah no i'm gonna stick with it through the end um i may retroactively go back and see the rest of season one although i feel like yeah. i've got the, yeah. the the most important points um one last thing i wanted to bring up last week um there was that other plot line with the the ex-girlfriend going off to a college party and i was like please 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 don't do this and um i'm glad they they played it a little bit this episode and then they kind of nipped it in the bunch it's like she told the guy no i'm a high schooler and he's like ah whatever okay cool thanks for telling me and that yeah and so now we're not doing the whole like hiding the secret yeah yeah i'm i'm still not 100 percent keen on it but i'm liking the direction more than i was last week yeah and also as well for me personally i maya just looks too young to kind of pull that off i I don't i know it's you know she's probably the right age but to me like she just looks too young because obviously the trouble is especially with american sitcoms like things like this you know actors are much older than they appear but she just generally just appears very young he's like yeah you're not you're not at college (laughs) you're not at university you don't look it but that's 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 my own little issue with that one but i'm really enjoying it i'm actually really looking forward because next week's episode episode four is really good um i'm gonna state that one there and i'm really looking forward to it uh then in like two weeks i can start watching new episodes because it's been like a month for me since i watched these so i'm like I'm like itching to watch, to, watch, to kind of catch up. Um, but yeah, so that's good. We also had an, um, the finale of Big Sky drop here in the in the UK and down in Australia. Great series. Um, ended on a big cliffhanger. Um, it, this show is, I, you know, really enjoying it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really liking this whole aspect. It was a very action-packed episode um, leading straight into season two. Um yeah, no, it was. It, I we kind of got to the end of it. They left on a cliffhanger, like no, and this is to be continued. So yeah, so that I always like. It's that kind of feeling. You like it when a series ends with it. We like going, okay, yeah, what's happening next? You know, and it was just a, it was a, yeah, pretty pretty great episode to finish off that season. Really enjoyed that one. A highlight of Star. If you if if you like police dramas check this one out set in like um rural montana um i don't think i think you might find them all on hulu in the u.s as well um but i definitely say that one's a, a definitely a, a one of the best um star originals we've seen so far released we also had a new episode of the glooming um have you been keeping up with that one where it was i think it was episode four it's episode four and i actually forgot this week um yeah. because i was listing out the the things i yeah. wanted to watch and uh, it's not on Hulu here. It's yeah. on uh, Stars. Stars, I believe. Stars with a Z, yeah. not to be confused yeah. with, with, with Disney Plus Star. <laughs> uh, they're they're in trouble with that down in, in one of the Latin countries right now. Uh, so I <laughs> I forgot about it. I'll catch up with it and we'll talk about that one again next week. But uh, you can give your review. Of yeah, course. it's again. I'm just I'm really because this is an Australian um, police drama. You can see the sense of like me and my wife watching the police dramas together. This one um, again just scary you know there's a whole thing with um the daughter and 
you know, something also it gets, you know, with the, the realtor, you know, going after the counselor, they're trying to kind of get something sorted with. It was quite an aggressive, it was, it was probably one of the more better episodes from the last few weeks because suddenly now things are happening, things that have been happening in the previous episodes, you know, you're starting to see the consequences. Um, and there's a whole scene on the on on a dam that just was it just looks fantastic and it's pretty scary. Um, but the visuals of this series, the way they film it and the world they they use the because Tasmania being so like desolate and just kind of at the edge of Australia, like the next step after this is Antarctica. It's a cold. It's kind of if it was in the UK, it'd be like the Hebrides, or if it was in America or Canada, you know, it'd be like the north of Canada. It's that kind of right off right off the side um it just looks unhospitable and just ne- and i just really like it is like you said the glooming it's it's a very it's a little bit of super um supernatural in there as well little hints of it um yeah i'm just really enjoying this series it's again a very different tone which is which is nice a little bit of refreshing you kind of have to get into the right headspace for it because it is yeah. supernatural but it's, it's also leaning horror um yeah. so you know, you don't go from oh, Bad Batch, Love Victor, uh, Loki, glooming or glomming, however that yeah. pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> it, it. It's a very different headspace than the other mm. ones. And then finally, let's now talk about the big one of the week, Loki. So we had a new episode of Loki drop on Wednesday, and what an episode! Got to the end of this one, and I was like, wow, so many. Like, I mean, we're going to talk spoilers, but it's been like three days now, so we're fine. Um, but what did you think of this one? I, I loved this episode. It, it was so much fun. Uh, it was good to see what was going on in the TVA uh, for a little bit mm. there and, and having Owen Wilson's character kind of uh, finally kind of having a few moments and mm. uh, didn't work out so well for him. <laughs> I was but a bit shocked when that happened, I'll be honest. Actually, I, I have to admit, I did not see that coming. I was like, whoa, what's going on here? But of course, the, uh, the post-credit scene... While Owen Wilson is not in that, uh, it at least opens the door for him to to, well, was, uh, to have was, his own I mean, scene. I mean, this is the thing. When when they took out Loki, I was like, what? When well, they there's go, there's got to be a reset button coming here. What's going on? Well, it was a little bit on the lines of, well, hey, how, how can you, we can't, like, and then they go, well, are they now just going to, is this now going to become the new, is Sylvie the new Loki? Is that the way of doing it? You know, setting this up. So she's going to go into the main timeline and, and then, of course, there's that post-credit scene. And then we're going way Spider-Verse um, of multiple Lokis. Richie Grant as an old Loki, we know. We know when that was been coming. But, um, yeah, now we're all there going, you know, you, 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 episode ending, you're like, no! <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. We knew about old man Loki. I don't think yeah. anybody knew about Loki Gator or whatever yeah. we're calling him, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally just along the lines of, this is going to be crazy. It's going to be bonkers. We've still got two more episodes to go. Um, um, yeah, this is this was just one of those things of like, yeah, this was a great episode. Lots of action, lots of res- resolve. You know, if people were talking about like too much talking last week, well, this one kind of did that one. And loving the whole Wizard of Oz thing with the timekeepers, which I kind of was expecting. I don't know why, but... Um, I kind of was thinking you know, when I saw them and they go, oh, this, and then they did it. They went full on Wizard of Oz. And I was, I really enjoyed that aspect because now, of course, now is it Kang? Is it another Loki? You know, all kinds of things. I will we, we'll have to wait and see. Mm. Um, when we, 
when they entered the chamber, it was like, oh, wait, we're seeing them on episode four. This doesn't sound right. That was definitely a, oh, they're going to pull the curtain back. Mm -hmm. Um, And yes, they did in in many (laughs) different ways. So this uh, this show has been consistently entertaining. It's been consistently going off in weird directions, not unpredictable directions per se, but getting to them faster than we expected to. Mm. And then, uh, and now once we're past the stuff that we expected or or thought might happen, we're we're into like wide open territory. No, no idea. What's I got, going I've on. I've got no idea what's happening next episode. I've got no idea where it's going, where the story's going. Um, yeah, I don't know where this is leading. Um, but we're going to have at least four Lokis in a giant conversation together, which will, yeah. should be wildly entertaining no matter what they do with that. And there's also this kind of setting. I think it's going to make Spider-Man, uh, the new Spider-Man movie, more. There's got to be some connection coming on with all of this soon. Um, you know, I, It yeah. would be great if like Andrew Garfield or somebody just popped in there randomly well i think i think if we don't have a if we don't have a doctor strange it's, it's gonna be something to kind of connect it but nevertheless um for me loki right now is just so in a different category to falcon and, and one division i gotta be honest this is just it's i don't know if it's just the fact that loki or the story but this the way it looked it just feels like i'm i am watching a movie but it I just feel like I'm really connecting with this series so much more than the, and I really enjoyed the other two. Now, don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed it. But, but that kind of level of like, you know, Oh, this show is just feels so different. It feels much more tightly plotted than the other ones do. And I say that with the recognition that both WandaVision and Falcon, the winter soldier got impacted pretty heavily by mm-hmm. COVID. I mean, that we keep bringing that up, but uh, they had to make changes due to, to problems. And we don't know how much of an impact it had on Loki, but it feels like it did not have quite as much or they were able to adapt to it much better because there there were parts of the other two series that felt immature, uh, not in like the, you know, they, like they hadn't been fully formed uh, or we weren't getting the full story or they'd been created for a different storyline that that kind of disappeared. Loki has felt like everything we have seen is important everything is tied in together there are no wasted moments there are no like dead plot lines it it feels like everything is part of a big story it doesn't it's, it's like it's like saying like a feeling of like the filler episode doesn't feel like we had that with this series it doesn't feel like we've we you know we've had that i mean i don't know it just i'm just really enjoying it and you know we've still got two more episodes going next week we've got a nice double helping of marvel because we've also got black widow as well um but yeah now it's it's i just i'm just really enjoying loki it's just i mean i was always looking forward to this series but if you'd said to me like earlier in the year i don't know if i was always a bit like well i don't really know what loki's going to be about and they've just totally just blown my mind with what they're doing it's you know I mean, we, you know, we, I think we saw it with WandaVision where, you know, they were playing with your mind and you didn't know what was going on. And Loki's doing that, but it's doing it on another level because it's actually delivering on the promises of there being like, you know, these, you know, like alternate versions and all these kind of weird places and time hopping. The rules have gone right out the window. I mean, there is just doesn't seem to be any rules with regards to what's going on in Loki. I mean, that, that's a good point because WandaVision, we had it built up as this is going to be a huge part of the Marvel Universe. There are going to be things that come out of this that impact Doctor Strange. And, uh, you know, you'll want to see this 
to see how it connects into everything. And while there are, I'm sure, connections that will pop up down the road to it, you don't really get the sense that it was this huge must-see thing for that purpose. Now, it was still highly enjoyable. It's still a great story, but you never felt like it was a huge piece of the Marvel Universe. Whereas this one, you feel like there are things here that you're kind of going to want to know going yeah. forward. Uh, and they may impact future storylines in the movies. Uh, but honestly, <laughs> heck knows at this yeah. point, it, it's going to be nuts. And I, I will say, um, if we had ranked what we were looking forward to the most at the beginning of the year in terms of the Marvel shows, Loki would not have been at the top, uh, near the top, but not at the top. But right now, uh, it, I don't know if it, if it can be topped by any of the remaining shows. Well, I'm I'm looking here at like the rest of the year. I mean, like, this character and what if because I I'm going to put that in a different category. You know, we've got Hawkeye and Miss Marvel. And Hawkeye is going to be, looks like it's going to be much more of a, like a, I was saying, more of a buddy cop kind of, you know, these are obviously hunting people down in New York. Going to be much more grounded. You know, they got a bow and arrow. That's Hawkeye's, he's got a bow and arrow. It's going to be, but then that's going to be then very old, very different than for us because we're then going super ultra basic. And that's not a bad thing. That can actually help in the location. And then Miss Marvel, I'm looking forward to that one because it's a new character for me. I mean, I've seen her obviously in the video games and the comic books and all the rest of it, but this is her debut, something new, something fresh. But Loki is just, it feels like it's, like you say, it's on a different level uh, of the other ones. Yeah, Hawkeye, I'm currently kind of picturing is uh, along the same lines of Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's kind of a, a passing of the torch story, probably, with Clint uh, passing it yeah. off to to the new lady Hawkeye um, while also being like action heavy, yeah. but, but grounded action, uh, much more grounded than Falcon and the winter soldier. I doubt there will be too many people flying around with jetpacks and such. <laughs> the thing is though, is you do look at this now and you've got to be looking at it. Again. Right. So if you look at like the, the MCU right now, so we've got Loki who's a, a, a demigod that can time travel and can turn into anybody and do all this stuff. We've got, Scarlet Witch, that's a witch that can do anything she wants. And we've got uh, Winter Soldier, with a, he's a stoop. And then we've got Hawkeye with a bow and arrow. And it does just, he just seems massively out of place. So I'm going to be and, see how they all work this out in together. But um, it's the same thing. I know, like, obviously, we've got Black Widow coming up. So it's going to be interesting how, but even that there is going to be interesting how they can play up on her being just a mortal human, just like, because we like Loki is setting us up. It's, it's so weird and so different, and it's very. I'm just loving it. I'm just loving Loki. And and Black Widow also has that specter hanging over. We know how this story ends, not in the movie specifically, but we know what happens after an Infinity War. Uh, so it has to get past that as well. Uh, though I think I think most people are just happy to have a Black Widow movie. Honestly. Uh, yeah. It is worth pointing out, though, that Hawkeye was one of the only two Avengers who actually did damage to Loki in the Avengers movie. Yeah. Uh, the other being the Hulk, but yeah. in one of the best scenes in the movie, honestly. But you know, he he tricked the trickster. So, yes. yeah, he's he's just got the bow and arrow. But I, I think his his superpower is being underrated. Yes. <laughs> but no, I I'm, I'm, can't say I can't. He's like and there's always that kind of thing with the Marvel in that where you kind of come in credits. Going, when are they going to do it? They're going to pull the trigger at some point, and then they did that. I mean, that one was just like, okay. And I'm I'm glad they they stuck it in there. If they had made us wait until next week, 
on this one, I think a lot of people would have been very upset by the way that episode ended. Well, I think the trouble is, is it very much it sets up the whole thing. It gives everyone, it would have given everyone too long to accept, expect that he was gone. And they kind of, kind of got rid of that. I mean, they couldn't do any trailers. It's like, how are they going to set this up? And he just wakes. I, I, it makes sense of how they did that. I mean, I just was, as a whole, just, well, just really along the lines of going, you know, like when they killed him off, it was just like, where are they going to go now? But they didn't have time to think about it. Of course, then you see the credits. You've had it, you've had it let it stew for like two minutes while they're playing the music. And then suddenly then it's, it's over. Yeah. And, and my legitimate reaction was, oh, well, I guess Sylvie is the Loki now. Uh, and, yeah. And, and this is their way of handing, of having yeah. Tom Hiddleston bow out of the series yeah. or, you know, the MCU in general. Oh, but no, no, no. His story's not done yet. No. No, it's not done by a long shot. And I, I can't help but feel like he ain't going anywhere. I mean, this if this is you know the biggest you know if they haven't locked him in for some more contracts, who knows? But and they always said like these are like limited series, but you know you're definitely feeling like Loki is the one of the three, whereas like you can do more series because it's Loki. Um, whereas Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we don't have a Falcon now. <laughs> like um, I mean, obviously they passed it on to somebody else, but generally that one division you know those names that can't be used the same way where they, when the show's ended we're in a different place than when they started whereas yeah. loki doesn't well i mean we'll have to wait and see it's yeah. entirely possible in the remaining two episodes that they will get to a point where it's like no can't quite do a loki season we can do a sylvie season or yeah. we can do a an yeah. old man loki season or something like that but yeah wandavision it wouldn't make sense with that name anymore uh yeah. the the whole um, sitcom aspect just yeah it, I, they'd have to jump through some serious hoops to bring that back i don't think it would work i just don't think it would work it wouldn't um and falcon and the winter soldier they already said like in the end credits nope it's captain america and winter soldier now and and as you mentioned um although they did not get to that point in the series we have met who will probably be the next falcon yeah been an amazing a really and it's just like we say, you know, and we, we keep saying this, it's just, there's a lot of content out there on Disney Plus right now. Loads of stuff, um, loads of things to be keep watching. Um, yeah, and I'm just really enjoying it. I mean, it was quite fun yesterday. Um, like I said, I, 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 the last, I've been watching the, the Walking Dead kind of catch up. I have plowed through four seasons in a couple of weeks, but as of yesterday, I flipped from Amazon over to Disney Plus. And actually, the, the picture quality is much, much better on feels like it's much better on disney plus i don't know if it's and it feels like i don't know if how they're doing it but whichever way watch an episode last night and going, I, don't think, I think it does it feels slightly maybe it was just because the earlier episodes were in like lower definition as i'm getting to newer episodes they're looking a bit better but um generally it was along the lines of yeah well now we're gonna we've jumped from amazon now it's the last i mean i haven't used my amazon account for months and i was like well i'll catch get caught up a bit but yeah, so I've been I've been totally going on a on a binge every night on like a couple of episodes. I, I'm wondering if they have better master files. Um, mm. Disney Plus had the better master files because, yeah. like, I I don't use Amazon all that often, but I've been watching The Expanse, um, yeah. and even season one of that, uh, I had no complaints with the picture quality at all. Mm. So I, I'm wondering if they were working off of really old masters. Don't know, but it's for me now. I'll, I'll be watching an episode of that pretty much every night, um, probably for the next two two months. And I'm gonna, if I can, I mean, I'm kind of like going to if I can plow through five five seasons before see, in the end of August, it's going to be a bit tough. But I, I'm I'm willing to take on the challenge. 
I get kind of that kind of feeling of I don't think I could have done that if I hadn't I and I've kind of feeling of I'm really enjoying this series. But I don't think I could have been I mean there's no way I could have been through four episodes if I was like, nah, this isn't for me. But I I'm like, oh no, I'm actually really enjoying this. And but it didn't help with me then, so I have been playing The Last of Us Part Two. And I was I did actually get to no, I can't play these two together. I'm, it's too much zombies. <laughs> I think that show just started principal it filming is, too. Yeah. The last yeah, that's got, Mando is playing um, Joel in that one. Oh, that's right. Yes. I, yeah. I knew there was a connection in there somewhere. Yeah. So yeah. So Pedro Pascal is in that one, but yeah, so a little bit of a side note, but there we go. So that is all of this week's um, Disney plus bits and pieces. Like I said, it's just great having lots of different shows to talk about. So obviously next week we will be talking about um, Black Widow. Are you you're, you're heading to the cinema to see that one? Already? I have my ticket. I will be seeing it on Thursday. Uh, it'll be it's my return to the cinema. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I they've got previews on the Wednesday and so I'm, and Thursday, and I'm off on the Thursdays. Um, so I'm tempted, but then I'm also like, um, whether or not I just do Disney Plus on on now, fri- on Friday. Now I want to check to see if we have any Wednesday showings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, I, I think they I would have seen if we were. Yeah, they are doing a few preview shows. So it's going to be an interesting to see how all this works out next week with Black Widow. But nevertheless, let us know what you thought of all of this week's Disney Plus and Star Originals. Love to hear your thoughts. Remember, you can go check us out over at what's on at DisneyPlus.com. You can like, follow, and subscribe on all the different audio and video and social media platforms. You can become a patron and help support the site the podcast youtube channel and everything else i'm helping us pay the bills and on that note guys thank you very much see you guys soon later later